Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're talking about wisdom. We're currently looking at verses from Proverbs chapter 4 and uh, you talked about the value, the importance of guarding our hearts yesterday, Colin. Yeah, and I just gave a bit of personal testimony. Not, I don't do that, um, you know, lightly, but I just want people to see how this works out in experience and practice. And what I was saying about myself has been true of many other people that I've known, that um, when they receive bad news, they've got the good news within their hearts, which is able to counteract the bad news. Let me just read those verses again, because I want to talk about the closing verses of chapter 4 today. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to a man's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Now, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Now, what's the importance of this? Don't look back and don't look in. You're never going to find the answers to your present dilemma in the past, neither are you going to find the answers by looking at yourself. If you have the wisdom of God, the word of God stored up within you, that wellspring of life within you, then what the Spirit is going to do is to encourage you to fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. So you will look ahead. You will you will be positive in your expectations of what is going to happen now and therefore that will affect your future. So you will let your eyes look straight ahead. You will fix your gaze directly before you. Why? Because we're called to follow Christ. And if we follow Christ, we've got to keep our eyes on Christ. Um. One illustration that I've used sometimes is, you know, if you're walking along uh, the kind of things that kids do, they, they like to walk along a wall, the top of a wall, you see. And you can do that so long as you keep your eyes upon what is ahead of you. If you look back when you're on the wall, you will actually miss the wall with your next step. It's, it's impossible. You try walking in a straight line by looking back and you'll find you can't do it. And what God wants us to do is to walk in a straight line, not to walk on a wall, but to fix our eyes upon him and keep the course of our lives straight and direct, not to go to the left, not to go to the right, not to deviate uh, uh, from the will and purpose of God, but to be consistent in following Jesus. So we have to do what it says in the epistle to the Hebrews and fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So make level paths for your feet 
and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Now, of course, the scriptures weren't divided into chapters when they were written, so the writer goes on to say, My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion and your lips may preserve knowledge. So there you see the contrast. Keep perversity out of your heart, then it won't be in your mouth, on your lips. Keep the word of God within your hearts, because then you will walk in wisdom, and the truth of God will be a wellspring of life within you. Those words will be life for you and health for your whole body. Interesting phrase, take only ways that are firm. Well, Jesus is the rock, isn't he? Uh, and if he is the rock and we are established on the rock, then our ways will be firm. But the the important thing to realize there, Judea, is that at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talked about the man who built his house on rock and the man who built his house on sand. Now, the difference between them was the one who built on rock put the word of God into practice. The, the man who built his house on sand, he actually heard, he knew what the word of God was. It wasn't that he was ignorant, but he didn't do it. He didn't put it into practice. So you see, it's no use listening to all this teaching about wisdom unless we put it into practice. We need to do what we, we heard last week. We need to cry out to God with all our hearts to get wisdom. And when we want wisdom like that, we saw that God promises to give us wisdom. And uh, therefore, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit becomes operative in our lives in a way that God desires. And in his wisdom, God refers us, therefore, to the word of God. So in wisdom, we store up the commands of God in our hearts. In wisdom, we stir up the word of God in our hearts. Then, as I've been saying this week, we have the artillery, we have the ammunition, if you like, to counteract all the negative things that come against us. Now, if we go on... Um, in, uh, in the book of Proverbs to um, chapter 5, verse 21, we read, A man's ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines all his paths. So the Lord wants us to walk with our eyes straight before us, with our feet on the rock, the ways beneath us are firm. But by contrast, the evil man, the foolish one, uh, the evil deeds of a wicked man ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him fast. He will die for lack of discipline, led astray by his own folly. Now you see, this, this is a contrast, isn't it, between wisdom and foolishness. Um, if we know the Lord, 
we have access, of course, to his word, we would be doubly foolish not to take note of what he says. How foolish not to pray. How foolish not to walk by trust in the Lord. How foolish not to act in the will of God according to the word of God when, as believers, we know his will, we have his word, we know how important it is to pray. You can understand that people that don't know the Lord live in foolishness, live in sin, in other words, because we've seen that sin is foolishness in Scripture. Uh, they live in foolishness without realizing that's what, that, what, that is what they're doing. But with those of us who have received the revelation of the light of truth, we would be doubly foolish if we ignored that truth, if we ignored the revelation of God's word, if we ignored what he said, and still chose to, to walk in sin, walk in ways that are against the will of God. So the person who knows the Lord and has backslidden is really doubly foolish. Praise God that he is the one who restores people, and even the backslidden can be restored to faith and righteousness in God. This verse 21 is a really very challenging one, isn't it? For a man's ways are in full view of the Lord and he examines all his paths. God doesn't miss anything, does he? No, he doesn't. Now, you see, that, that verse can have one of two reactions. You can think, oh, my goodness me. You mean he examines everything that I do? He knows everything I do, every thought, every word? Yes, absolutely. Now, if there are things going on in your life that are not right, that's a threat. But if you're living in the wisdom of God, if you're seeking to fulfill the word of God in your life, it's a, it's a wonderful promise that the Lord knows. He knows everything that's going on, and he cares. And he wants to speak by his spirit. He wants to speak the words of wisdom to you so that you will speak the words of wisdom to others. That out of you, out of your heart, will flow a wellspring of life. And I love, I love that, you see, a fountain, a wellspring of life within us, because it means that this wisdom from God is not only going to have this tremendous benefit upon ourselves, that he is life and health to our whole bodies. Um, not only will we prosper and have that enduring wealth and prosperity that is promised, not only will we have long life, but because of this wellspring of life that's flowing out of us, others all around us are going to get blessed. So you see, many, many thousands of people are getting blessed now by the words that I speak. Why? Because I've got a wellspring of life within me, and that benefits me, and I praise God and thank him for all his love and mercy because it's what he has done, it's not what I've done. But you see, it enables me, because the word lives in me, then he can use me to enable the word of God to live in others. And my mouth can become a wellspring of life for other people. And I'm just profoundly thankful to God for that, because it is purely the work of his mercy and grace. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 